confused. What's happening? <laughs> like, are you sleeping with your eyes open? <laughs> Welcome back to the Trap Says Podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron. And we have a stupid f- show for you to listen to. Babe! Okay, let me do it. Let me take over. Let me take the wheel. Let me take the wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Welcome back to the Trap Says Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to the Trap Says Podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Aaron. Usually, Aaron does this intro and starts us off, but he is falling asleep with his eyes closed, which was really falling awkward. Falling asleep with his eyes closed? I mean, falling asleep with his eyes open, staring at the mic, like drooling. So I was like, I guess I'll kick this one off. I had, this, I had this idea, but all I kept thinking of was, welcome back to the show, blah, 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 welcome to this week's show. And I was like, but I just said that. So like, I could not get that out of my brain but literally you just sat recording for a solid minute just staring and breathing into the mic and i didn't want to say anything because i'm like okay if he is trying to think of something i don't want to like distract him but then i got really nervous and like checked his pulse yeah well this is the Travis says podcast we are your host kim and aaron and this show is all about lifestyles of healthcare travelers being married entrepreneurs traveling the world and just all the shit that we get into living this kind of nomadic life for the last 10 years. And we typically release new episodes on Tuesday, but life's been a little crazy the last couple of weeks, which we'll talk about maybe on other episodes. Uh, but so now it's Tuesday and we're just recording it right now. So happy Wednesday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this week we're going to talk about uh, my... 36th birthday, we did something really cool that we'd never done before. We did our first overnight hiking experience. So we wanted to kind of talk about that. And then we're going to get into what I like to call the traveler's bucket list. And they go hand in hand because this hike was actually on our Atlanta traveler's bucket list, which is something we always do with every single contract. And uh, so we wanted to kind of share and talk about that because I think it's Super cool. Yeah, but before we get into the show, we wanted to talk to you about the constant supporter of this show that keeps this show going, and that is the Travses Backpack. The Travses Backpack. Right before we came on, we're like, okay, we need to just like record an ad that's like fun and just like have that instead of always doing it ourselves. (laughs) Like we're so unprofessional. Or no, it's not not an ad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, not unprofessional. Like. Yeah, like, unprofessional. Not unprofessional, like uncool. Okay. Fancy. Yeah. Like we're just makeshift throwing shit together here. Yeah. Okay. So the Travis backpack, the ultimate traveler's backpack. It is a three in one packable backpack, wallet, passport holder, cell phone pouch, all in one incredible backpack that we created. And it's awesome. Well, go um, check it out on Amazon. You can't, yeah, I mean, you got to say the the passport wallet and the phone pouch is built into the straps, which it's not like a backpack that has like a passport wallet and a 
cell phone pouch somewhere in the backpack. It's on the strap. So it's right there in front of you. Easy, efficient, and safe. Thanks for clearing that up. You're welcome. Appreciate you, Poojie. Can we get into the show? All right. Which I just wanted to clarify something because I just said Poojie. And if you don't know... Oh, my God. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about... We've come up with a new name. It's kind of like when like Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez were together. It was like Benifer and then Heidi and Spencey. <laughs> Wait, Spencer. It was Spidey. Spidey. So our name is Pooji because I call Aaron Poo, like Mr. Poo, Winnie the Pooh, and he calls me Boogie. Cause that's just like a family name <laughs> and so i was like oh my gosh together we're pooji so that's like our new thing and we're embracing it well and of course she like approaches me and she like starts it off with you know like the celebrities like have their names and stuff and i'm thinking what are you gonna do with aaron and kim and she was like pooji <laughs> yeah. and i'm like oh dear god i mean it's got a ring to it it works actually hashtag pooji okay <laughs> so pooji life I really like it. I actually questioned whether we should just rename everything Pooji. Pooji. You want our backpacks to say Pooji on it. Yeah. All it's right. Vibey. Yeah. All right. All right. So do you want to start with... Your birthday. My birthday. Yeah. Okay. So we didn't do a podcast last week because we were actually gone. This time last week we were coming home. Yeah. We were in the woods. Yeah. Okay. So for our birthdays... We don't usually do presents. We'll do something small, like Mr. cute. Mr. Pooh likes a gift. Yeah, you love a freaking gift. So I do too, actually. I like to open something. I don't know. It's like, it's, it doesn't even have to be that big of a deal. It just makes it part of the experience, which yeah. we like, yeah, because of course, like I love a good gift, but I would rather go do something cool. Like I'd rather have an experience, some kind of something we haven't done where we can get out and go do something than like spending a bunch of money on a gift. But I do like get, I really like both. Yeah, actually can... thinking about it, like even for my birthday, I'm like the more gift person than you are, but like. The last couple birthdays I've even had, you've done like, you've made me like a care package for our trip. Right. Because we went oh, like right. whitewater rafting, like we stayed in like Asheville, there's we did. Yeah, there's usually, the present is usually something that goes along with the activity we're doing. So for instance, we went and did this hiking thing uh, for my birthday and my present was, so Monday was my birthday and we woke up Monday morning. And Aaron had... Oh, wait. You gave me my present before. Well, yeah, because you he needed hid, it. He hid my present underneath <laughs> a Christmas tree blanket thing. The skirt. You, yeah. And like, the tree skirt. <laughs> put it on the bed. And then yelled at me because I sat on the bed and it like moved. And he's like, you're ruining everything. Like, cool, bitch. I guess like, thanks for my present. I'll go shower. Well, you almost pulled it all off and ruined the surprise. I know. Like, get some wrapping paper. Okay. I know. It was just funny. Okay. So, he got me a... Well, okay. Let me start over. Because this is just getting... This is just getting bad. (laughs) I forgot what I was saying. So... You printed out this really cute flyer that Uh had Mimi's face on it. (laughs) And it was like, 
Happy birthday, Poogee. Love you. I didn't say Poogee. <laughs> I know, but I wish. And then it had like kind of coupons is like what we do. So I was like, you're going to get breakfast in bed and then you're going to get cuddle time and you're going to get like a happy ending and like all of my favorite things like in, in the morning in to the bed to start my birthday. And that was really cute. And then he got me this really special coffee that we love. It's like a mushroom coffee. With lion's mane. Oh my God. It's so good. It is. I forget the brand of it, but um, if you're interested, you can DM us and I'll <laughs> tell you because it's, it's like our favorite coffee. So he got me three bags of that and like this cute little tray that is like a tray you can eat breakfast in, in bed. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what a perfect gift. Like, my favorite things. It was thoughtful. Well, because you said you wanted to focus on having like a, a slower morning to have breakfast and coffee. And then we'll get up and go on the hike. Right. Yeah. So it was like super cute and thoughtful. So then the, my birthday morning, Aaron got up. Mm-hmm. I got to stay in bed. Cause so usually, I'm always the first one up. That's just like our... like rhythm together so I usually wake up first I come out I have like my time my coffee all this stuff Aaron will usually be in bed and he'll kind of do his thing I would like to add to that too because one Kim likes her own space don't talk to her in the morning kind of like let her have her own time Mm -hmm. to get acclimated to the day well we live in very small apartments so I can't come out and just do my thing in the kitchen. It just really ruins the ambiance of what she's going for, at least in my perception. Yeah. So, like, if I'm rustling around the kitchen and you're out here in the living room having your quiet time, your prayers, your meditation, watching your video, drinking your coffee, like, it throws off the dynamic. But I also don't like sitting in a room when I first wake up. It's kind of like a thing for me. So, I end up just sleeping. (laughs) Well, which is interesting because... Yeah, like, A, totally ruins a vibe, like, when you're trying to, like, have some alone time, which I like in the morning, but I always, like, I'll totally go in the room. I don't mind being in the room. Like, I can take my coffee in the room. I can go get up in the bed and do my thing. So, you can come out, which we do sometimes. It's rare, but sometimes you'll just come out and, like, I'll go in the bedroom. Yeah. Whatever. Okay, but we could always do that if you wanted to. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Right. I think you just use that as an excuse so you can, I used like, to. sleep. I used to. Okay. So, Aaron gets up before me, which is really, in, like, fun. <laughs> and he gets up. He, I get to just lay in bed. And he brings in the salt. Like, we do Himalayan sea salt and lemon water in the morning, like, first thing. He brings that in as my first course. Mm-hmm. And then brings in my coffee, like made my coffee for me, like my how I do it special, brought that in. So I got to just like enjoy like sitting in bed and then he made delicious omelets. Well, I also brought your computer in and your... And the tray. So you could, you know... Do my good work. Yeah. I usually will watch like either I'll listen to a book or I'll watch like a YouTube video or something usually in the morning like with coffee. So he got me all all my stuff all prepared and then made a delicious breakfast and then we had... Well, what did I make? Omelets. Yeah, like fancy omelets. They were amazing. With truffle oil and mushrooms and... Goat cheese. Goat cheese and all they were the best things. omelets I've ever made. That was like incredible. Yeah. And then we had a good like adult cuddle and... It was like the best morning of my life. Mm-hmm. It was just like perfect. Like if I could wake up every day like that, that's what I would choose. Yeah. So then, so 
we were doing this hike. So we were, we could get a little bit of a later start because where we were doing it was like an hour outside of um, Atlanta, which was really cool. So basically um, it's a 10 mile hike. It's called the Len. The Lim Foot, Foot Trail in yeah. Hike. And it was in like National Geographic. It was. It was in National Geographic for like places you must stay. And then it was also in uh, one other thing of like hikes that you must do in the world or something like that. It was like, and I was like, in Georgia? Like, really? It's like so random. It's awesome though. But then, it's right at the start of the lead in trail for the Appalachian Trail. Right. Which is, makes it even cooler. Yeah. So they, well, We'll get back. We'll get to that. So, and also some other travelers had told me about it too. And like people in the area were like, it's really cool. Like if you have time, you should do it. And it books out like far in advance on the weekends. But since my birthday was on a Monday, they had availability. So we were able to get in, which was really cool because I looked on some weekends and there was like nothing. So that was cool. So we're like, okay, let's go do it. So you, it's, um, it's 10 miles total. But you hike five miles in, and it starts at the Aminacola Falls State Park. Uh-huh. You hike five miles in, and and you and it's this inn, like this self-sustaining, like eco-friendly, like super cute inn in the middle of the woods, like in the mountains, nothing else around, and like you stay the night there. Yeah, it's really cool that they have a way to be completely off the grid if they wanted to, but they are also tapped into the power source in case it's cloudy or snowy or Mm -hmm. whatever, but they generate their own power, they do their composting, they have like gardens, Um, they do have, obviously they cook food and stuff, but they have like a zero, like... Zero waste. Yeah, it's like this whole thing of like, they even have a sign that said, how good did we do with our family style dinner? Like, how much did we waste? And they even talked to you about it before. So it's a really awesome place. Yeah, because so basically, yeah, because they say don't put the food, only take what you're going to eat because they don't want you to waste anything. So, you know, it's like if you're going to put it on your plate, like you're going to eat it basically. Mm -hmm. So... Which is really cool. Like, I feel like we learned a lot. Like, we learned all about composting. And, like, they gave us a tour of, like, all, like, how they keep things going. They have all composting toilets and, like, how they clean that. And, like, how it basically turns to dirt. So that she's, like, we have to clean these out every three years. And so, like, it's a good time to go take a vacation. Every like, three months. No, years. Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay. Every three years they have these big, huge things. And then basically your your poopy and peepee turn to dirt essentially that they don't put back Just into the poopy. garden. Yeah. Yeah, but your pee's in there too. Well, it dries out. Yeah, but it like turns to dirt. Yeah. I don't know. It was like really interesting. So you you stay at this end. So it's like super basic and it's a bunk room. And so there's a top bunk and a bottom bunk. And so you have this bunk room and then there's a like wash house where there's showers, there's the toilets that you can use. And then there's a dining hall and dinner and breakfast is included in your stay. So it's all like family style. So you and I I could get a vegetarian meal and they also had a vegan option. You have to just tell them ahead of time. And so like dinner's at six. And like you they, sh- they ring a dinner bell. And then yeah, that was ev- a vibe. everybody comes down and all everybody staying there eats at the same time at the tables. 
which is really cool. Like, it's just these long benches, and then you kind of just sit down, and you just, whoever you're next to, you talk to, and, um, yeah, it's like every, all the food's on the table, and you kind of just share and pass and whatever, and then... I um, wanted to add real quick, too, one of my, the things about how you said the bunk room, I thought it was, like, really... I was trying to give, like, a lay of the land of what was at the end, and then we could, like, circle back. That, that's what... Because I was saying there's a dining room, and then I was going to say the sunroom. Well, I was just going to say my, my cool fact that I learned there was even the builder, the architect that built the building was, like, kind of ahead of his time, and he, he went along with the whole, like, less of a footprint kind of style. And I thought it was really cool that the design of the building was measured perfectly to fit full pieces of plywood because he didn't want to have to cut. So there's not like intricate turns or, you know, shorter walls. It's literally like two pieces of plywood. That's the length of the room because he didn't want to waste material. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really cool that he built an entire three or four buildings that were gorgeous. They had yeah. like cabiny kind of like vibe to them with like not wasting supplies. Yeah. The whole, the whole thing was a vibe, just yeah. the way that it was built and designed with the intention for it to be like self-sustaining and for it to not have like a negative impact, like in the environment. Right. Because I mean, you're, we're in the middle of the woods, the middle of the mountains, you know, like it's just so unique and so different. And, um, it was just really cool. So that I was just like, just giving a lay of the land of what the inn was. So there's the dining hall, the washroom, the bunk rooms, and then there's like the sunroom that has like games and puzzles. Yeah. And then um, some really cool like outdoor spots that you could sit on a rocking chair or like go sit on like. They did have cornhole. <laughs> yeah, except it was like pouring rain, which is funny. So when we did the hike, we thought it was going to rain all day. And luckily, we got so, we got so lucky. We didn't really. It rained a couple of times, but it wasn't anything Sprinkle. crazy. Because like it's opened rain or shine. Like you can't cancel. You can't like right. whatever. It's just like when you book, like you're going basically. And we got there, and literally five minutes later, it unleashed. Mm -hmm. Like it was like a torrential downpour. Yeah, it was crazy. I was really happy that we made it. I know. Well, we had planned it, too, to leave a little later because it said it was going to rain on the trail at 11 a.m. And so I was like, well, let's start the hike at, like, noon and we'll miss the rain. And we were, we thought we had nailed it. And then it just, like you said, we walked in and you just hear, like, this yeah. huge downpour. It was so amazing because, like, we were undercover. But, like, and we dry. passed these two girls. Yeah. They got, like, totally caught in it. Yep. Um, okay. So, basically, you feel like you're at camp. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you, we, so we had dinner, which was really fun. We met some cool people and that's, it's a place that people who are hiking the Appalachian trail, they'll, some of them will stay there or, or start there or end there. So it's like really cool. Cause you meet all different types of people. Um, we didn't meet anybody who was actually going to do the trail. No, we had a lot of retirees. Yeah. Except that one younger couple. Yeah. The mom and the daughter. Well, no, we really oh, like the, the yeah. scaries. <laughs> yeah they weren't scary but they no. were uh a little a little scary but our our like i don't know if you call her a host or she like took care of us like she was our go-to person caretaker yeah, the, the... yeah the caretaker and she had hiked the appalachian trail years ago and so after dinner they she did like a present a powerpoint 
slideshow yeah. presentation all about her experience on the Appalachian Trail, which I thought was really And what cool. to think about if you want to hike it. Yeah. Like, it actually made me want to do something like I that. I know. I mean, although we did realize that you and I would be the, what they call them? There was like a term Slack packers. Well, slack packers because they go into town, but then she says that there's people that hike the trail that they go into town and then nobody sees them on the trail for like 20 days and they've just been sucked into town. Well, and that would be us. It was, it was so funny because uh, one of the things is like, well, how much did you, you know, do you spend? And they're like, oh, you know, like an, a dollar a mile or something is kind of like it's a two twenty one hundred mile hike. It's something like that. She's like, that's kind of average, you know, if you're going into town every five days, like that kind of a thing, because you have to go into town and get like your mail and your laundry and your, you know, pack up your food and things like that. Yeah. So she's like, but some, cause I asked like, well, if you wanted to go into town more, like, is the trail accessible where you could get off and easily go into town? And she was like, yeah, in a lot of parts it is. And so that's what she was saying, how you can get sucked in. And we're like, that would totally be us. That we would end up in town like every night, like going to like bougie dinners and, yeah. and spending like $20,000. Yeah. yeah, like staying at like a nice place. And- we would justify it because we're hiking the trail. We need oh to rest. Oh my gosh. That's, we were but like laughing. They like even said so the uh, Appalachian Trail has gotten so modern now that like all the towns have built up around it because of the the people hiking the trail and they even say that like ubers stay around in case people come off the trail and need to get into town faster they can just call an uber that would be us (laughs) like do you want to get a pizza we'd walk like a couple miles like you want to get a pie like i'll get an uber like we go into town and like eat pizza and drink beer and like pass out we would end up in like freaking manhattan like new york city being like They'd be like, you're hiking the trail? You're, like, really far away from it. Like, yeah, we just came into town. You, like, took a train in. (laughs) (laughs) But that's, like, the last thing I'll say about the trail is it was really interesting to learn about. And there was something really inspiring about it of just, like, you're hiking for over 2,000 miles. Six months. Yeah, six months. Six Six months if you do 20 miles a day. Well, she said she didn't. You don't start at twenty miles a day you until you get your, your trail legs. Your trail legs. Once you get the trail legs, then you can get to walk. But she said miles she she said it for like twenty miles a day was what she tried yeah. to do every day. Yeah. But what I'm really attracted to is I want to do the Camino, mm-hmm. which is in uh, France, like in the Pyrenees Mountains, and like goes into Spain, and it's like a pilgrimage. So it. A lot of people go, like, for spiritual reasons and different things. But what I love about it is that you hike uh, a certain amount per day and you stay in towns every night. So, like, they have these different – I forget what they're called. Like, alberghettos or something. But it's kind of like a hostel almost where – Albergos? Albergos? No. Dove y albergo. No, I know. Albergos, a hotel. Funny, I know. But that's – it's called something specific, okay. but it's similar, but it's like something specific on the Camino. But like you can go into town, have dinner, take a shower, have some wine, sleep in a bed, and then you hit the trail the next day. And like people from the trail come into these towns. So it's like you're with other trail people and then you get back out the next day. So like that's more normal for that type of a trail where like Appalachian, like most people they are in their tents. It's, 
it's very rugged where I'm more into the town vibe. Like I love to like hike and be quiet during the day and like do my good work and then like go to town and sleep and drink wine and it's just vibey. It's a good contrast. Okay. You know? Yeah. So anyways, that was really interesting. And then we, uh, Aaron and I basically sat in the bunk room Mm-hmm. And it was like so cute because again, like you really feel like you're at camp. Like there's nothing in there's wood. It was wood designed that way, and that's it. Yeah, they designed it so people would come out and like be social and stuff. So like after the talk and whatever, and it's pitch black, and people started to just kind of go to their rooms. Aaron and I had brought back a really special bottle of port from when we were in Porto in Portugal. And so we're like, oh, this is like, it's my birthday. Like, it's a perfect time to open this bottle. It'll be really fun. So we packed in this bottle of port, port glasses in our, in Aaron's backpack. And so we were talking to some people like, oh, like we wish we had some wine. Like that would be so good. And, um, cause they didn't serve any alcohol or anything. No. And we were like. That would have been, like, really cool to have, like, a glass of wine with dinner and just kind of, like, a glass of wine with the presentation. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Like, you would think that they would have had some, yeah, some, like, you could buy it even, whatever. But they were like, yeah, we wish we had some wine, but I guess, like, it's frowned upon. Like, they don't want people drinking, which I had no idea. Like, total disclaimer, maybe I just, like, buzzed over that because I didn't want to see it. But I, did, I had no clue that it, because they sent us an email and I guess it said like they discourage people from bringing in alcohol. We had no clue. So we head off to our bunk room and we're both just like sitting on the top bunk drinking this bottle of port and we're just like talking, uh, hanging whis- out. Whispering. Oh yeah. Cause you could like hear every, cause it's like literally plywood, plywood. so you can hear everything. So we were just like sitting on the top bunk just like talking and laughing and like like Aaron was like trying to put on music with his speaker and I'm like okay like we have to be quiet like it was like we were at camp and we were like the bad kids at camp yeah like making a ruckus drinking and drugging and now mind you it's like 8 p.m. yeah it was early (laughs) af yeah so uh, it was really fun though it was like just random it was and then we went to sleep and oh this was the cool thing so um, it was obviously rainy and cloudy, um, but it had gorgeous, like endless views. I mean, you could see for days of the Georgia Hills, the Georgia foothills. Oh my God. Um, and so, but it was gorgeous. And they said that, you know, after the presentation or after dinner, uh, the caretaker lady said, Gail, uh, Gail. Miss Gail. Yeah. She said, so if the clouds clear overnight and we start to see some light popping up for the sunrise, we'll walk by the dorms and we'll bang a little drum. So that way it's a light drum. So that way you can wake up and know that there's going to be a good sunrise. And I thought that was so cool. Mm -hmm. Like at first, I think maybe due to the wine or something, I literally thought Kim had gotten (laughs) up and like, done something in the room and was standing there like <laughs> putting on a performance because it kind of startled me a little bit but yeah something um, i would do <laughs> yeah, just like is she sleepwalking like just banging a drum like it's very bizarre but then uh we got out there and it was the most well, gorgeous sunrise i heard the drum coming <laughs> I, like you know because i didn't really sleep that well 
I mean, because I had to keep going. I, like, go to the bathroom so much. And, like, we had drank the port. And then I drank so much water. So I, like, literally had to get up and go to the bathroom a few times. Because once I started thinking about it, I'm like, damn it. Now I have to go again. And I had to run. If anybody, it was freezing. It was freezing cold. And if anybody would have, like, saw me, I was, like, in my jams. It was pitch black. So I'm, like, scared. I'm, like, running at the top, like, as fast as I can and down every time she stairs. came back, she said she heard a rustle in the bushes. I did. I did. Stop my horse. Whoa, Nelly. I did. There was a couple times. There, there was definitely some creepers out. And so I had to keep running back and forth all night. So I didn't really sleep that well. But anyways, I was laying there in the morning, and I heard, like, the light drum coming. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is, like, such a vibe. It was like a bongo. You should have recorded it. Babe, I was, like, in my bed. Like, yeah, but you could have, like, just... I don't need to record it. I was just taking it in for myself, you I know? know? Like, I would have liked to have heard the... Because I was out. I mean, yeah, you didn't miss much. It was just, like, a drum. I mean, I heard it because I thought you were playing the drum in the room, but... Yeah. So, it was, like, a really cool vibe. And then uh, we got dressed and, like, went and got a cup of coffee and just watched the sunrise. And it was... The most beautiful sunrise I've ever seen. Like, the color. Well, because there was enough clouds, but there was enough cloud break. Yeah. That it literally was reflecting off the clouds, and it was beautiful. It was in... And oh just quiet, God. and the mountains, and it was cold, and, like, the fog, and the, it was just that quintessential, like, mountain wake up. Ugh. It was... And that, it was really... Like, we were sitting on the rockers, and, like, for some reason... The what? The rockers. Rockers. The rockers. <laughs> And there was, like, chatty Cathy's. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, (laughs) no. Like, who is out here watching the sunrise, drinking coffee in the mountains, and nonstop chatter? Shut up. Like, it was absolutely insanity. I I was like... Well, and it was, like, pointless chatter, too. It wasn't, like, anything, like... You know, like, on a scale of, like, is this, like, really worth the conversation? It was literally, like, they were concerned. I wasn't even listening. They were concerned about how the caretaker, Lady Gail, if she has to run errands, like, how does she leave the... And it was just kind of like, okay. People who talk in the morning scare me. (laughs) Like, if you talk in the morning, there's literally something wrong with you. Like, I, I hadn't even had a full cup of coffee yet, you know? It's like... Anyways, and then, like, you went off and, like, sat on the swing, and I went out and just sat and, like, like listened to my book, and it was just so nice, and then we had breakfast. At, they rang the bell for breakfast at 8. We had brekkie. We talked to a couple people for a little bit, and then we, like, hiked out. Yeah. And we had to hike the five miles back the next day. But it was, like, I don't know, it was just, like, a really cool experience. Like, it was different. Like, we didn't just go to dinner and go do whatever. It was, like, we, it was just, it felt so unique. Because yeah. we had never done, we've never done an overnight hiking thing like that before. No, but we've always wanted to. Yeah. So, it was, like, our, our pre-warm-up to the Inca Trail. That's what we kept saying. Yeah. I think that was, like, because they were talking about hiking the, uh, the AT. We were like, we're doing the Inca, and this is our practice. <laughs> They're like, you guys, are, like, uh, you guys okay. are so cute. <laughs> Slash, like, the Inca is, like, bougie AF, because yeah. you know, we're hiking, and we're doing the physical work to get to where we're going every night to camp, but we have porters carrying all of our stuff. They're setting everything up. They're cooking, cooking for, us. for us. 
Setting up our beds. Setting up the bat. Like, they do everything. We just literally have to hike to get there to show up. So it's just funny because they're talking about, like, hiking the AT. And, you know, they're having to do everything and cook their food, blah, blah. And, like, we basically have, like, porters doing everything for us. They have to set up their tent. They have to figure out where to sleep. They have to worry about the bears. They have to hang their food. Like... That doesn't sound fun. (laughs) It's an adventure. Yeah. For six months. I'd definitely head to tell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to say? No, I just think it's a really cool thing that if you're in the Atlanta, like Georgia area, it's it's. I think it's a must do. Yeah. If I, you like that sort of thing. If you like that sort of thing, and I will say, you know, again, like whether it's our birthday or anniversary or whatever, it's just. Or just a weekend. I feel like it's just fun to like do something different. Like do something you haven't done before. And we had no idea what to expect. We didn't know who was going to be there. Or even I knew it was a bunk room. But I wasn't necessarily sure. It was that small. Or I didn't think there was other people in it. But I just like really didn't know like what to expect. I'm like let's just go with an open mind. And like have fun. It's just different. So I just always try to. And I don't know. It's like not inspire people, but just like encourage people to think about like just doing something different. Yeah. Mix it up. But I mean, it's also something like if you think about it, it is a really good gift because it's a memory that will always last. Like I will always know your 36th birthday. We did the hike in trail (laughs) and in Georgia. It was so funny because when in the very beginning, it was like, so like an HR vibe and everybody gathered like who would just come in to like introduce themselves and just kind of say how they heard about the trail, whatever. And of course, like Aaron and I were last and it, I don't know why, but we were both so nervous. Yeah. Like my palms are sweating because I wanted it to go like first. It was like the opening to uh, Lose Yourself by Eminem. Oh my God. I wanted to go first, to like get it over with. And of course we were the very last ones and I was, I don't know, I was like freaking out. And then Aaron was before me. So he's like, I'm Aaron, this is my wife, Kim. Like, we're celebrating her 36th birthday, everybody. Like, give it up for the girl. And I'm like, oh my. And like, we had both discussed, like, we weren't even going to say it was my birthday. And then he's we like, didn't hunt. He takes we off. never once discussed that we weren't going to say it's your birthday. I actually thought it was really cool he that you chose. And like a cake. My thing was, I don't know why I said 36th. Like, I don't know why, but I think it was along the pattern of like. Um, I'd been saying it all day, like with your card, happy 36th birthday, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Because one, I like to do that because if I ever find that card again, it's like, oh, this was for your 36th. Yeah. But like I had said it so many times and you were like, can't believe I'm 36. And like yeah. we were talking about it. So then when I went there and then I was like, uh, my name is Aaron. This is Kim. It's her 36th birthday today. And I saw people are like, oh, give it up, everybody. because I guess like most people don't say how old they are. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. I know you don't care, but I, for some reason I was really embarrassed by saying that. No, that was, it was actually really cute. And people were like, happy birthday. I'm like, thanks. It was very nice. Everybody <laughs> made sure to say, happy no, everybody birthday was you. so nice. It was just funny. Cause it's like. I don't know. It, yeah, you just choked. Like you just fucking choked. I did and not. Then I, and then I, 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 I came actually, back and like brought it back home. And everybody was saying like where they were from and how they heard about it, and like I thought it was a really cool story, which led to everybody wanting to have conversations with us about our lifestyle, healthcare traveling, and saying that like we've been nomads for ten years, and like we found this because we're on contract here, and like people were obsessed. It is a it is a party trick, like. People love to talk about healthcare traveling. Like, 
What do you mean? You guys move around all the time. What do you mean? You take different contracts. Where have you been? What are your favorite places? Like, yeah. people Do you love, know where you want to live now? Oh, my gosh. It's like everybody wanted to talk. And it is fun because it is, it is a very unique lifestyle that a lot of people don't get if they're not in it. And we met this, like, guidance counselor. And she's like, now I know, like, a different thing that I could tell my students if they want to get into healthcare. Like, this is an option for them. And yeah. it was, it was Which funny. is really cool because that's actually how us teaching healthcare traveling started because we were in Whistler and that girl was riding down with her daughter Mm -hmm. and said that she was a guidance counselor and then she was telling her daughter, do you hear this? Are you listening to them? Like, this is what you should do. And then, of course, the story is always better when we say the fact that, like, we only work one, maybe two contracts a year and then we travel the world for the rest and everybody's like, you're so young. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Because everybody else was there was, like, retired and now they're doing all the things. And you and I are, you know, it's your 36th birthday. And you're just like, hey, like, whatever. It's Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Like, let's just go hike the hike. All the freedom we get as travelers. Yeah. Like, people are drawn to that because they're just like, wow, like, that, you guys did it right. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. And and so, yeah, it always brings me back to just being grateful for the opportunities that we have as travelers. Like it is a very cool, like unique gig and yeah, I'm glad that we found it. It's a good lead in. Okay. So let's get into the traveler's bucket list right quick. Like this ain't no long thing because Poochie's Poochie's going going down. SOS. I I feel like literally we say that every podcast with you. Like, well, Every do you know why? Time. Do you know why? Because we, we do it we, when you get home from work. Yes. Yeah. We, we don't say it on when we do it on the weekend and we're prepared. We only say it when it's last minute. Yeah. I've just gotten off work and it's due the next day. Mm-hmm. We got to stop doing that. Yeah. 18 days, baby. What? <sighs> Aaron's got 18 days. 18 gonna, work days. We're going to be out of this mofo. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's get back to the travel list. And can we get back to you? What about me? I mean, I don't know who that was that just came out. It's Poogee. Poogee. Okay. So <laughs> that's, how, a, that's how Poogee talks? Poogee's a little gangster. <laughs> okay. And a little country. Okay. You know? So you're doing the get up. Yeah. Got it. And I'm like an Amazon that's your like with long legs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can you not? I, I, it's like you've just been itching. I like, I like to like pick with you a little bit. Or pick. Not. Is it pick? Yeah. Like, Josh, yeah, a little bit. Okay. That's another... I feel like we have to at least say something, because just to put it into context, Aaron and I went out the other night, and we just were talking and having fun, and we were drinking tequila, and we were talking about, like, what our type is of, uh, like, people of who we thought were attractive, whatever, just... Like, sexually attractive. Yeah, like, who do you want to bone? (laughs) And Aaron was literally, he described somebody the exact opposite of me. (laughs) Like, he was like, I like really long legs. Like, (laughs) and like... Like very, you're not gonna do this very justice. tall women, and I'm like, I have the shortest legs anybody could have, and I'm so short. So now all she says is like, I'm sorry, I'm not enough of an Amazon woman for you. He's like, I love like long, like dreadlocks. And where does that come from, Amazon women? I don't. They, oh, because they're really tall and like big. You you kept saying you love like really tall, big girls. And no, I'm I like, didn't. That's not me. I never <laughs> once. I never once said I like big, tall, like. Because I said, 
Um, I want like I like being really little and petite, and you're like I don't like little petite. I like big. Tall I said that if I was that shop at the big and tall store. That's I, what you said. I it, the conversation started because when I was young, I'll never forget this guy said to me, "It's really crazy the girl that you picture in your head." As like your ideal woman, right? That you would be sexually attracted to, that you would go after, that like, it's that first stimulation. Like you see them and you're like, whoa, like they're very attractive, right? If you could describe that person in your head, he told me that's not going to be the girl you end up with and you marry. Mm -hmm. And I always thought that was really interesting. And I didn't have enough years under my belt. I wasn't looking to get married. I was young. Like I didn't know. And so he was into smaller girls or whatever, and he, like smaller frame girls, and he ended up marrying like a 6'4 basketball player, and he was like (laughs) 5'10". But like he fell in love with her and her personality and all that stuff, and everything just clicked, right? And so he said that, and it really stuck with me. And then come to find out, it's like what I was describing is what I always thought was like very attractive and sexually stimulating, but like... You were like, that's nothing like me. But I fell so madly in love with you from the beginning. Even attractive and, you know, the attraction part. And then the whole, like, our lives together was just... It is. It's true. Like, so anyway, that's a But clearly you were attracted to me sexually because you spotted me in a room and then went after me. And And went home and told everybody. They're like, bro, how was your tour of the hospital? And I was like, I don't care about the tour. There's this girl in ultrasound that is like, wow. And at the time, I couldn't have been further from... Because I had bleach blonde hair. Like, bleach blonde. And super tan. Well, I guess I was tan. Um, And then I won you over with my personality, obviously. (laughs) But then on the flip side, he's like, well, who, like, are you attracted to? And I was like, I love, like, a man bun and, like, tats everywhere. And dark skin. And, like, basically described the opposite of Aaron. Right. Which is so funny because that's actually, like, not even really true. Like, I'm so attracted to you. Like. Well, that's what I I was saying. I think you're so hot. But, like, you're like, that doesn't even describe anything like me. Like, I'm. (laughs) Yeah, which was, so we were like laughing about it because yeah. whatever. Anyway. Um, but we are attracted to each other 100%. for the record. 100%. So I can't keep my hands off of you. That's right. Okay. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, the traveler meetup or the list, the bucket list. How did we get on that subject? Anyway, who, who knows? knows? Who knows? Yeah. I did want to say too, before <laughs> we transition, if you are looking for a visual of our experience in uh, the Limb Foot Hike Inn. Uh, we do have... Kim did a really good job. Oh, you just did a story. Yeah. Oh, crap. I'm going to... Um, if you go to our Instagram at Kim and Aaron G, I'm going to do a post with some pictures. But oh, yeah, cool. there's no... I forgot. You, you did a gonna, you, you did were, a really good story. I was going to do a reel. You said you were going to do a reel. And I just added to the list. You know. Um, I was going to do a reel of our bocce tournament, too. Oh, my God. You have so much work to do. (laughs) 18 days. I know. Okay. So, our traveler bucket list. We're going to just say this real quick. So, this is... And I'm sure a lot of people do this. Um, I don't even know how at all, like, why I even started doing this. But, like, every single contract that we've ever gone to, in my cell phone, I have a note. And so, if it's, like, Atlanta... 
right? That's where we are right now. I just make a list of all the places we want to eat, all the hikes we want to do, all the unique experiences, all the bars or breweries or wineries or whatever. It's like basically it's a list of recommendations that we get from people that we work with or if we're out and we meet people and then we ask them like, Basically, I pick people's brains and drill them and have them give me as much as they can about like, what would you do if you only had a couple of months? Like, what are the top things that would be really cool to do while we're here? I make a list of those in my phone. And then when we're when we're going to go do something, we try to go through the list and get through as many as we possibly can while we're here. I will say that... And so the lead, this was on the bucket list. Yeah, and it was really cool because um, it's also, if you are you know, a new traveler going into a new facility. Like, people like to talk about what they do, right? It allows you to get to know the people you're working with. Um, And, like, for instance, this contract, uh, I'm working with a girl named Christy, and she's, like, a big foodie. She loves exploring, like, new restaurants, but she loves the food experience. And so, like, she hit me up today with a new restaurant. Like, I'll just be working in the room and she'll send me a text of a new restaurant that she heard from somebody that she wants to go try. And we've tried, like, we went off of, like, two of her recommendations right off the bat. And they were, like, dead on. Mm-hmm. And so then we are like, okay, this girl knows what she's talking about. Like, and then we we end up just hitting that person up. And then Selena is a girl that I work with. And she's very active and outdoors. And she told me about Amatocola Falls. Falls. Yeah. And then you were like, we're going to this waterfall and I was like oh my god I just heard from somebody I work with that that's like a must do yeah Um, so pro tip especially when we're talking about like food like know who you're talking to right because there's definitely some people that they're like oh go here and I'm like pretending I'm writing in my notes it's like that's not going on the list like you really gotta like know because you can tell people who probably no like good food and like kind of similar ideas of what they think is good and then people who are like go to like the local IHOP and you're like okay so I'll usually kind of like I'll figure out who those go-to people are and then I'll just ask them like you know all the things and then I make a list and it kind of becomes a joke like wherever because they'll be like oh add this to your list you know and it, it is it's a fun conversation piece but like with Christy if there's a couple questionable, like you're not sure if they, if we're, if you're on the same page or not, you'll do a test run. It's like, okay, the first place Christy told us, what was that? Oh, was it the Christmas bar? Yeah. I thought she told us about a she restaurant. She told us about too. it, yeah, somewhere. And we went and it was really good. We're like, all right, this bitch knows what's up. Yeah. So now anytime she says something, like we're going to believe her because mm-hmm. she's like our people. Right. You know? And she doesn't just talk about just the food though. She's into the whole experience. Like, right. is there like a theme with the restaurant? Is there something with the servers? Like, how did that work? Was there courses? Like, can you choose it? It's not just like, oh, sit down here and eat. Like, yeah. it's, it's about the experience. It's the night. Yeah. Exactly. She did tell us and, about, she did say that eight was better than MF and boy, was she right. Uh, yeah, this, and it's funny cause like we went to the sushi place and it was on a whim. Like we weren't planning on going out and it was just like one of those nights where like, let's go have dinner. Like, I don't want to cook. Let's just get out. I didn't even get like cute. I wasn't even really dressed. Like, I was in scrubs. Aaron's in scrubs. I'm, I don't even think I wore makeup. And we didn't really, and we're like, let's go to that sushi place that Chrissy said, because she said it was so good. 
And we kind of were trying to figure out, like, it didn't look fancy, but it looked casual. But we just weren't sure. We're like, ah, whatever. Let's just go. Who cares? And we show up and it was like, it's a place that you want to be cute. Like, you want to get dressed up. Like, people were, like, looked really nice. And it wasn't fancy, but it had that that fun vibe where it's like, you're going to turn up, you know? Turn up. (laughs) Turn up. I've never heard you say that ever. Get describing dirt. You never heard that before? I have, but not when you're describing dinner. It's Pooji. Okay. <laughs> and so Aaron and I walked in. I was like humiliated. But there was two spots at the bar. So we're like, who cares? Like, let's just go. We'll fucking own it. Best sushi experience. Top three. Top three. Top three sushi experience. Ooh, and we've eaten a lot of sushi. Yeah. It, the, it was I will phenomenal. say top three coming from people that have never had sushi in Japan. Well, yeah, and you didn't. It was one of those places that you didn't use soy sauce, right? And we've all we only went to one other place that did that. It was in Vancouver. Yeah, in Canada. And Canada. Welcome to Canada. <laughs> and so they're like, we would uh, encourage you not to use soy sauce. You know, the chef prepares it, blah, 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 blah. Just give it a try. And then Kim even asked for it and he even pressed back again. Yep. And said, just please try it Mm -hmm. without it. And I'm like a soy sauce kind of gal. And so I was like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try it. And that first bite I took, I was like, soy sauce who? Like it, oh, it was incredible. It was the coolest experience. So we're like, we've got to go back where we can like get dressed, like wear a red lip, get turnt a little bit, you know, and like kind of have an experience with it. But that was Chrissy recommended that place. And we recommended another place to her that she hadn't gone. And we're like, don't even go to the place we recommended. Like the place you use is way better. Yeah. Well, Eight she, sushi if you're in Atlanta. So I recommended a restaurant to her, the gun show, which she went this Saturday. Yeah. And she said it was, she quoted me. She quote, like, I'm quoting her. She said, that was the best food experience I have ever had in my life. She said, I will have a tough time going to any other restaurant. Oh my God, that's so true. And I was like, whoop, whoop. They changed the menu. There's sweetbreads. Ew. No, like. That's like giblets. She said it was so good. That's what a sweetbread is. It's It's giblets. It's the, the. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Ew. You, you look at me like I'm gonna love sweet like they have sweet breads. <laughs> like it's a fucking like baked like bread with butter. Wow, I'm actually It's like fried giblet. I'm actually in like kind of sad by my food knowledge that I didn't That's know that. Okay. Not everybody knows. I'm a very foodie I we watch Food Network for fun. I know, I'm sh- I'm surprised actually that you It's interesting. Maybe I, you just had a brain fart. I feel like you knew that. Well, she talked that that was her most favorite dish that she had there. It was so good. They did it so well. And she was like, I didn't think I was going to like it. And it was like the best thing. And so she just talked about it all well, the time. So I I actually had oxtail there. I had a bunch of stuff. You had antelope. Yeah, that I like would never, ever order. And because I... Oh, yeah. I, that's like the only that. thing I didn't like, actually. Um... And I, and I don't like meat, like really, I, you know, I eat mostly plants, but if I'm going to go somewhere, I'm going to try stuff and everything I had besides, I didn't love the foie gras, but the antelope, I'm like, I was like licking the plate. I'm like, I fucking love antelope. Well, it was not just the antelope. They had a pumpkin butter that they lit on fire and like melted it over the, 
Right. So anyway, I mean, yeah, it's a whole It's thing. a really cool experience. Okay, Look so up the gun show. Anyway. Back to pro tip. When you go somewhere, make a list. And I always break it down to restaurants. I'll do hikes. I'll do camping. I'll do something that's outdoor. Like, I kind of have different sections. So if I'm like... Must-see oh, towns. This week. Yeah, like must-do like to like do around the area, right? You need cool things to do around the area. And, um, and when we, when I'm like, oh, cool, we want to go for a hike this weekend or, oh, we really want to go have a fun dinner. I just look at the list and then I'm like, cool, like, let's do it. And our mindset as travelers has always been wherever we go, wherever we live, we always want to be able to experience and explore as much as we possibly can while we're there. Like that's one of the cool parts about what we do. And so we want to get it all in and, um, and so, yeah, we just like fly through the list and try. But I'm, I feel like I'm always adding to the list as well. Yeah, you add as you go. And then what really sucks is we notice like this time right now, we have 18 workdays, five weeks left. We start to panic because it's like we really don't have many weekends left. Well, one, because we're very busy on the weekends. And two, like you, you add in call. And then you're like, we have one available weekend because we've already booked a Braves game. We've booked like... Mm. You know, my sister's coming up. Like, who knows? There's a bunch of stuff that, like, is yeah. going on. And then we have so, to leave. Right. And then it's done. And that's the thing. It goes so fast. And I think that's, you know, one of the cool things, too, is that we as travelers typically go and do more things and the small amount of time that we're in a place. Because when you live somewhere, there isn't that sense of urgency. You're just like, oh, I'll do it next month or I'll do it another time. You kind of just get comfortable in your town where we know we have limited time. And so we're like, we want to get in as much as we can. So we just go, go, go. Where people are like, you guys do so many things. Like, I haven't even done that. And I live here. Well, you know? that's like, that was the best compliment I've, I've ever heard. We were in an Uber in Bellingham. And we were going to dinner and we were telling the Uber driver how to get there. And she was like, I've lived here 30 years. And we were talking about what we do and how many things we've done. And and she was like, I've lived here 30 years and you guys have done more in three months than I've done in my 30 years being here. I didn't even know these places existed. Right. And I grew up here. Right. Which is so funny. Cause, but of course, like... Like, we lived in Jacksonville so, for so many years, and we didn't go into it with the mentality of, like, okay, what are the top places we want to go, the restaurants we want to go to? Like, no, we lived there. You just, like, right. are used to it. I mean, we lived there. We didn't ever even went to Amelia Island, which is, like, this cool little thing, like, town, uh, yeah, I saw, island. I saw a commercial for that today at lunch. You did? Amelia Island. I was like... <laughs> and it's, like, a place, like, I always wanted to go, and we, like, never did, which is so weird. We actually went when we came back home one time. But, anyways, it's just because you typically don't get out and explore as much, like, in your own backyard. Right. So, anyways, make your traveler bucket list. It's really fun. It starts great conversations. It gives you tons of ideas of things to do on your downtime. And seek out the people that you really want to corner, and like get all their tips. And I will say too, like this works really well as well if you're a solo traveler. Because once you start those conversations and you find those people that love to go explore maybe new restaurants or new, <laughs> or new bars or new experiences or new hikes. Majority of the time, they're going to be like, we're heading there. Do you want to go? Oh, that's so true. Because, yeah. Because Christy's even been like, let's go. Let's go to these places. Like you and your wife, let's go. Like. 
Uh, we'll meet you there with my friend. Yeah, 100%. That's such a, for solo travelers, there's so many, yeah, because they're like, yeah, let's go. Like, let's do it, you know? And, and you're showing interest in something and they're like, let me show you, you know? So that's a great tip for making friends too. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. All right. That's a wrap, gang. The Poojies. The, that could, the Fugees? The but were the Poojies? Ready or Strumming not. my pain Here with his Oh, God. <laughs> all right. Okay. That's all this week. Um, rate and review the podcast. Send us a don't, DM. Don't rate and review that we were late this week. I mean, nobody cares. <laughs> okay. We did it. <laughs> okay. Better late than never. Poojies out. All right. Poojies are out. We will see you next Tuesday. Bye.